This is the Field of Streams Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by Fangraphs. Hello and welcome to the Field of Streams Podcast for Friday, May 12th. I'm your host, Dylan Higgins, joined by my co-host, Matthew Dewaskin. Matt, how are you doing? Uh, I'm hanging in there, Dylan. How about yourself? I'm good. I'm good. We had a uh, not boring week with our picks. It went okay, mm. actually. Uh, our, our pitchers were okay. Blake Snell do whatever against the Royals, but I had Matt Andreese do pretty okay. Chase Anderson was okay against the Red Sox. Not great, but didn't get whooped on. Mm. You did better than I did. You had Alex Wood do awesome. Yes. And Joe Musgrove do okay. Jarrell uh. Cotton had Homer-itis in a really bad way. He uh, he struck out plenty of guys, but gave up, I think, three homers against the Angels. So That was, that was a rough one. Okay. In the first inning, he struck out the first two batters on six pitches, mm-hmm. and then promptly gave up, you know, a ball that hasn't landed yet to Albert Pujols. Yeah, he he had bad homeritis. He's still an interesting guy. I don't think that you know giving up on him, especially not after that outing. But I, sometimes they don't stay in the park, and it's I, real frustrating. I think I'm gonna like him a lot better next year. I think next year might be the year to own him, not necessarily mm-hmm. this year. Mm-hmm. So yeah. And we had J.C. Ramirez, who got in trouble early. He ended up going seven innings. I think there's still a pitcher there. But oh, yeah. he got beat up by the uh, the Tigers a little bit. But, you know, a month ago we weren't thinking about him at all. But I think that he is definitely at least worth considering and thinking about. Yeah. So, Well, I, I, I caught up on you in wins a little bit. I was way, way behind. Now, now I'm only kind of you know, pretty behind. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the the pitching side's interesting for sure. I'm still recovering from the real bad outings. I had my ERA still up at four eight six, but yeah, for some reason running away with wins early on has been helpful. We'll yeah, see. Yeah. I'm way behind you in strikeouts. Also, yeah. you got thirty three strikeouts on me. That's so. a lot. Yeah, the hitter side was more interesting. You and I on Monday both had home runs. You had one from Gardner. I had one from Corey Spangenberg at zero percent. I wasn't I wasn't banking on a homer or power for him, but he did it. I'll take that. That's going to be the most unlikely homer we have of the year, maybe. We both had Ryan Shimp the next day, who didn't do much, and then I had some Aaron Althair drama where I wanted <laughs> him. Good. I wanted him on Wednesday against Ariel Miranda, but Ariel Miranda got moved up to Tuesday, and he hit a homer off of him. I went crap, because we don't pick the pitcher-to-hitter matchups the same way Hmm. in terms of I just had him against Seattle. So I was like, oh, I'm missing out on him getting Miranda, and now I'm stuck with him getting you know a righty on Wednesday. And then he hit two homers on Wednesday for the pick that I did not anticipate. And Hmm. Aaron Althair is blowing up, and that is... Part of me is like, see, it was right when he got Miranda. And then part of me is like, I got really lucky with the Wednesday thing. Mm. Yeah. And then you had Milky Cabrera uh, on on Thursday get in there because your Boom Boom Mancini pick got rained out. Sadly. And so you got Milky and he hit a homer. So you got your own uh, lucky home run there mm. as well. So I have seven homers. You have six. We both have still just the one stolen base. It's uh, it's the hitter thing is a lot more interesting, and we're also getting real close on pick percentage as well. I'm yeah, at sixteen yeah. and a half. You're at fifteen or so. I've managed to bring mine down, but you no, know, I've I've got some picks that are going to set me apart again. I think this week. This will be good. This will be good. All right. Well, let's go ahead and get into it. We're going to look at picks for Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and I think there's some interesting ones. Sometimes I look at the slate and I'm like, oh, I don't know, but there's some guys to look at on all these days at least, or at least discuss. So, Matt, on Friday the 12th, Josh Tomlin, last time out, 
went seven innings, one run, and his ERA is still at 7-12. Do you like him at home against the Twins? I think he's he's better than a seven ERA pitcher, but I don't know. The Twins have actually been pretty okay. Yeah. That's what I've noticed. I, that's, that's not a pick I'm willing to make. I would pass, yeah. honestly. I, me either. I think he will get better, but I'm not there yet. You know, yeah, seven right. innings, one run last time. Do you like Mike Fultonevich going to Miami or uh, Urena, Jose Urena on the other side? I like Fultonevich better than Urena by far. But so Jose Urena has a 169 ERA, seven games, one start, mostly out of the bullpen, but only 10 strikeouts in 21 innings. Like, there's not much there. No, I'm, not. I'm not buying on the low ERA. Especially, especially, for, especially for DFS, there's like zero upside there as far as strikeouts go. So. Yeah, no. Jesse Hans going to Texas. I feel like that's kind of playable. He has a 303 ERA and he's only 20% owned. Kind of interesting guy. Do you like Jesse Hahn at all? I don't see him as that much more exciting than Jose Urena, honestly. <laughs> uh, I think there's more upside than that, but no, he's not thrilling. No. How about your boy Matt Garza gets the Mets? Matt Garza's still okay. There's no way you're going with Matt Garza again, right? Actually, that's my pick. You're taking Garza against the Mets. Okay. Okay. And so are you just sold on Matt Garza so far? <laughs> I I wouldn't say sold on him. I would say it's a rough day. It's Matt it is. Harvey. This is Matt Harvey returning to the mound because yeah. <laughs> they didn't want him returning against a hostile crowd at home. Yeah. So he's going to Miller Park. <laughs> So I, I just I, I I think that this is like the drama filled Mets here where it's like everything that can go wrong will go wrong. Yeah. And I just I don't see good things for Harvey and I I, I think Garza might actually be the you know the uh pick here, honestly. I, I it's also it's also it's a super rough day for picks. So I'm okay with picking against the Mets. I don't love Matt Garza, but I get picking against the Mets. I'm mm. fine with that. I had a few more I was interested in. I don't think you're crazy, it's kind of a tough day. How about Tyler Chatwood? I kind of like, but not in Colorado getting the Dodgers. No way. Pass. Against Clayton Kershaw? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Patrick Corbin gets the Pirates, but he got, like, whooped on in Colorado last time. He gave up eight runs in four innings in cores. That made his ERA go up to 389. That's still not bad. The Pirates are 22nd in OPS against the lefties. They're not hitting lefties at all. Patrick Corbin might be the player. I'm thinking about it. Uh couple more names to mention. Scott Feldman's going to San Francisco. He had a shutout last time. You're in 376 ERA. Just no thanks, right? No way. No. I, I'm I, talk no. about no upside yes. for me. That, yeah. There you go. That's a that's a much better way of saying it. Yeah, I agreed. Is it possible he could have a quality start in San Francisco? Yes. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Do, do you care? No. no. Like it's, it's not gonna do much. Eddie Butler is making his 2017 debut, and he was rocking at uh, at Iowa, one one seven ERA. It's AAA, uh, but he also only had like 17 strikeouts. Like accurate, yes. Yeah. Yeah, so that's what I looked up. I'm like, oh, the ERA is low. It's five starts. Sounds like not striking out many batters. I don't no. really care. So he's a guy to keep an eye on, but not going with. I think my pick, I really like Corbin. I think Corbin's the sexy pick for Friday. Mm. I believe it. I'm going to go a little safer because I need the ERA help. I'm going to take Matt, your boy, Miguel Gonzalez at home against the Padres. Not a lot of upside, but the Padres are 24th in OPS against righties. And so I feel like it's maybe the safe pick of the day. I'm just not scared of the Padres at all. And I think Miguel Gonzalez, whose ERA is still fine, can totally handle them. Do you think that's crazy at all? His ERA is three one eight. He's been totally fine. 
I don't think it's crazy. I I I find it moderately less boring than you know Scott Feldman and Matt Garza. I don't. I, I think Garza actually has a bit more upside than Miguel. He might. No. He might. He has more downside. I'm a little. I'm a little scared. You're right. Garza's yeah. less boring. That's true. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking Gonzalez. I'm hoping it's safe. I'm. I like Corbin though. I'm close to being a Corbin believer, but. I'm a little scared still. Eight eight earned runs last time out. I can blame it on course, but still a little scared. Mm. All right, Matt, let's look at hitters. Who are you thinking about for hitters for Friday? Okay. My C pick. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, we, we didn't talk about Andrew Kashner, and we need to. Okay. Have, have, you seen what, have you seen what he's been up to? I have not been paying attention to Andrew Kashner. I can peek at him now, and okay. he has a 263 ERA. 2-6-3 ERA. Okay, okay. How many innings has he pitched? I can also look okay. at this. It's twenty-seven and a third. I'll, I'll... Yes. Okay. In that time, he has fifteen strike. <laughs> he has fifteen strikeouts. Yeah, I'm looking at the stat line, and that's why I'm laughing. Yeah, fifteen strikeouts and nineteen walks. Yeah, that's bad. This is, that's this is an ERA. This is this isn't an ERA. So this is a time bomb. Yeah, this is when you were like, oh, I don't believe in Derek Holland. Like the peripherals are bad. I'm like, they were nothing like this. Like this is really really bad. Yeah. His whip's only one four three, but which yeah. is shocking considering how many how many walks he's given up. I mean, yeah, he's you can pick on him. Is that where you're going at? You're going to pick on a guy with an ERA below three? I'm as my C pick. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna pick on him with uh, Jed Lowry. Yeah, I think that's totally fine, especially because a lot of people, if you're playing DFS, maybe not quite our format, but if you're playing DFS and you can be like, oh, not many people are going to pick a guy pick against a guy with a two six three ERA, and I uh, think you can. Yes, <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. So you want Lowry? What percent owned is Lowry? Six percent. Um, my yeah. thought process: it's it's switch hitter versus righty. Mm-hmm. Cash. He doesn't have a huge platoon split for his career, mm-hmm. but he he does slightly. You know, uh, he he does slightly better against righties than he does against lefties. Uh, Lowry will be you know back from the left side, ideally against Cashner. So yeah, I'm totally fine with that, especially as a C pick. That's that's a fine place to be, and that bullpen stinks. So. Also, you you can use any of the you know any any of the other Oakland you know lefties in there if, if you know if, if mm-hmm. you want to. You know. Absolutely. Who else do you got? Okay, uh, my B pick. Yes. Eighteen okay. percent. Okay. We didn't we didn't talk about Alex Cobb at all either. He gets he he gets to go into Boston. Yeah, I like Alex Cobb okay, but I'm not taking him in Boston. Mm, agreed. And actually, I'm picking against him in Boston because okay, he's been rough against left-handers. Yep, Boston awfully left-handed. Mm-hmm. They have plenty, and they have one guy at eighteen, still at eighteen percent. Is this our Mitch Moreland boy? It is Mitch Moreland. It might be pick. Yeah. Talk about him all year, but neither of us has taken him in May yet, so mm. that is definitely eligible. Yeah. yeah, you can do that. I don't have a problem with that at all. I think eighteen percent is too low for that guy. I agree. Okay. And your A pick a from pick. Friday. Yeah. Okay. We we didn't talk about Jordan Montgomery either. No, he's been okay. He's but, been okay. Uh, you know, young left-hander. It, he does, in fact, have a platoon split against righties. Uh-huh. Um, and my pick is yes. at zero percent. Oh boy, Jake Marisnik. Jake Marisnik should be able to get in there, yeah, and he should be able to hit a lefty. You would hope so, yes. Yeah, that's other than playing defense. He had a real, real good uh, throw on on Thursday night. Did you see that? Did not. He threw out Jacoby Ellsbury at home to end the game and what would have been the tying run because he is, you know, in the game for his defense. But should be able to hit a lefty. 
I, I like that. That's a fine pick for sure. We we don't talk about Jake Bresnik much, but that's a good place for him to be, especially in Yankee Stadium. He, he's That'll a fourth out, he's a fourth outfielder, and he, you know, the I I guess the one reason I kind of keep him on the roster is he's already can kind of whoop on lefties a little bit. So. Yep, and he plays great defense, so good fourth outfielder for sure. All right, so my guys on Friday, uh, my third pick, I have Milky Cabrera getting Yulisha seen. He's thirty four percent owned. There's nothing interesting or sexy about that. Yulisha seen is just bad. And I wanted to go against him, and I think switch hitting Melky will be fine on the top of the lineup. So nothing big there. I would just I have trouble finding White Sox I like, but I want to pick on Yulisha scene. <laughs> my I'm gonna get my A pick out of the way because it's not that exciting either. I want to talk about my B pick though. I can't okay. quite do it. But okay. Justin Smoke gets Christian Bergman. I haven't picked Justin Smoke yet. He's been fine and he's only three percent owned and he's batting cleanup for the Blue Jays. And yeah, the Mariners are starting Christian Bergman, and their bullpen's not great either. So I'm fine with Justin Smoke. That's my pick at three percent. I just I just want to mention I'm the opposite of that. Like, mm. Opposite of Bergman is uh, Joe Biagiani. Or yes. Don't sleep on him. Okay, he he's not going to go deep, but there yes. he, he can strike guys out. That's I didn't want to pick against him because Neither. I'm like no I I like looked at the numbers. I'm like well you know he's not a pushover. Okay, he, he's a reliever. Yeah. So if he goes five innings, they're going to be pumped, and so there's not real DFS upside at all. But it's minor, minor, in in his last outing, he threw about fifty pitches, and I believe the hope is he throws about seventy in this one. So he's not going deep. Yeah, but there might be strikeouts to be had there if you're in like you know it's like not going to cost anything. Yeah, yeah if, you can do it. He he's no he's no pushover. Okay, yeah. he's got a bit of a goofy name. You know, I I've been calling him Joey Bags around the house, but he, yeah. He can bring it. He's all right. I, I'm at least interested, not scoffing. I didn't pick against him. Agree. Right. Me either. I, I'm down to pick against Christian Bergman in the Mariners bullpen. Fair enough. But also, so Matt, do you know anything about Jim Aducci? Yeah, I do. He played in Korea. He's like 32 years old. He I... went over to Korea for a few years, around age 30, and was. Not amazing, but pretty fine. Good. Hit 20-some homers. Like, could do what he needed to do. Now he's back. He's playing right field for the Tigers, because they're a disaster. And he gets Matt Shoemaker, who's been a disaster. Has not been good. Uh, we miss Matt Shoemaker being good, but right now things are not right. And so Jim Maducci is left-handed. He's going to go to Anaheim. He's going to hit against Matt Shoemaker in the bad Angels bullpen. And so far this year, in a small sample size... He's been okay. It's not that much yet, but we I'm not trying to say I believe in this comparison, but we have just seen one guy go over to Korea, figure it out, come back at not a great age and, you know, be able to produce. And I do not think that he's about to turn on like Eric Thames, but it's it's not going to be crazy if he has an okay year as a lefty outfielder at age 32 or whatever. So you're saying that Joe Ducci is like the homeless man's Eric Thames? Yes, that is <laughs> sure. That is the way you could put it. Yeah. Uh, so I'm interested in this matchup. I'm not about to pick him up in my leagues, but this is a pick against Matt Shoemaker, and this is a pick against the Angels bullpen. I wanted to bring him up, but again, I couldn't even make him my A pick. I don't even believe him more than I believe in Justin Smoke. So don't rush out and get him. But I at least wanted us to talk about another KBO hero in Jim Aducci, because there are not other podcasts talking about Jim Aducci. So, yeah. There you go. Okay, Matt, Saturday. Saturday marks the return of our boy, Mike Clevenger. Oh, 
had a I feeling not the return because he already made his debut and went five and two thirds scoreless. But it's the return of him on this podcast. We can talk about him for the first time this year. He came up, I believe it was last year. We we're just like we liked him as a basement price DFS shot in the dark guy. Mm. He's definitely like a quad A fifth or sixth starter. Mm. He gets the twins. The twins have been okay this year, but if you want to do it, you can do it. I'm not doing it. I imagine you're not doing it. But I am, actually. <laughs> you're taking Mike Clevenger. All right. Awesome. I, I'm not doing that. I have another pick I like more than that. But. Actually, uh, Fangraphs for who and Chris Mitchell had a, had a really interesting comment about him about uh, about a week ago. Yeah. What did they say about Mike Clevenger? Just that, you know, he's got a strikeout rate up to 29% in AAA and has cut down his walks. And he's looking like he's working his way back into the into the rotation. And he has. Yeah, he's 26 years old. He's not some journeyman, you know. Not yet. No, not yet. So. He's heading that direction. But either way, I I like the strikeout upside against Minnesota. I think there's a ton mm-hmm. of strikeouts in that lineup, and I think Clevenger is competent enough where he can take advantage. Yep, I'm totally fine with that. It's not my pick, but I'm okay with it. I have a I have a crazier pick. Actually, I have two more picks I like more okay. than that. But all right, Zach Davies gets the Mets. It's fine. We think he can be better than he's been, but it's still not exciting. Nate Carnes gets the Orioles, kind of like Nate Carnes. You don't want to pick against the Orioles, though, do you? No, not with Nate Carnes, no. Yeah. Alex Wood, him of the awesome outing and 11 strikeouts last time, now going to Colorado. I got to trust someone a lot to take him in Colorado. You too, right? Yes. He's 48% owned, so he's getting up there. Alex Wood, I would consider grabbing him in your league and stashing him and not starting him in Colorado, but starting to believe on Alex Wood for sure. I mean, Daniel Norris goes to the Angels. They're so right-handed, and he hasn't been good. Whatever. Ricky Nolasco gets the Tigers. That's such a, like, boring, boring spot start. He could be fine, but there's not much upside there either. Mm. I got two guys I'm real interested in, though. I'm trying to make my pick. All right, I know who I'm going to take. It's not Trevor Cahill going to the White Sox, but that was my second pick. Are you seeing what Trevor Cahill's doing? It's 48% owned because he has a 306 ERA and he has 44 strikeouts in 35 innings. That's impressive. He's, I don't, and the question is, do I believe it six starts in? Because I got a tweet about it and I'm like, I don't really believe in Cahill, but the White Sox are last in OPS against right-handed pitching. So mm-hmm. matchup's good. And he's been awesome. It's only six starts. He does have and only three starts each, really crazy home road splits. So, you don't say. So Cahill has a 0.49 ERA in three starts in San Diego, and a 5.82 ERA in three road starts. It's only three starts each. Can't really buy into that, but... Yes, you can. <laughs> I mean, if, if we're at home, I'd be in, but oh, yeah. I don't know. God, yes. Okay. If we're at home, so I'd... the White Sox are not hitting righties, and Cahill's been good. I would have taken this if I weren't taking push to Saturday Chris Tillman 46% owned going to Kansas City and they're the 28 they're the 28th OPS against righties they're also real real bad and I trust him more than I trust Trevor Cahill but I was I was interested in Cahill I was thinking about it but Tillman's gonna be safe he still might only go five or six innings but the Royals are almost as bad against righties they're way down there so I'm taking Chris Tillman but I was I was this close to taking Trevor Cahill, for sure. Maybe if Tillman gets pushed or something, I'll switch over. But I'm fine with Clevenger, too. Okay, Matt, mm. hitters on Saturday. Who are you thinking? This is actually... I, I really enjoyed picking this. This is a lot of fun. I got some fun picks here. Yeah, I wrote down five names. Yeah. I, I'm going to start with my C pick. Okay, we got uh-huh. 
Robert Zellman pitching in Milwaukee. So much can change in a month. We're picking against him now. Oh, yeah. Drop them in your leagues, and now you're ready to go after him. Yep. He's got the weird reverse platoon split where he's been really rough against righties, and it hasn't just been this year, so it's mm-hmm. I'm, I'm considering that you know enough of a trend where I'm looking to pick on him with righties. So mm-hmm. I'm looking for some righty and righty action. Uh, Milwaukee, awfully right-handed. Yes, plenty of them. I looked at Domingo Santana, thought about it. I'm going to roll with Keon Broxton as my C pick at 49%. Okay. 49. Yeah, that was a lot of people's, you know, preseason stud that has not delivered yet. I... He's not. Uh, he's an interesting guy. I definitely tried to buy low on him a few weeks ago, and that owner oh, said no. Oh, yeah. really? Wow. Yeah. Didn't work. Uh, I, I was able yeah. to. I, he got cut in a few leagues I was in, so I was able to pick him up and actually stash him on my bench, and um, he's in my lineup because he's good. Yeah. Yeah, he there's a lot of upside there. Agreed. So yeah, I'm fine with that. Absolutely. Getting Gesellman, go nuts. Who else you got? My B pick. Dylan. Yes. This this past week you, you, you picked Blake Snell. I did. And you know, when we looked at the results, you know, I, you, you you were complaining on, on in text messages and I just wrote back Snell O L. My problem, I told you, was that he gave up a homer to Drew Butera, which I thought was <laughs> real, real bad. Yeah. And then, Later, Jarrell Cotton gave up a homer to Ben Revere, and I was like, that's worse. You win. That, that's way worse. Agreed. But I, either, either way, I'm sticking with Snell well, just because that's sure. kind of the way he's gone this season. He's not been good. He he has upside, but no, he has not delivered. I can't believe the ERA is under four. <laughs> he could be okay, and he struck out a ton of guys in the minors. I'm interested, oh. but I think you can pick on him, too, especially because he's left-handed. Absolutely, and... He does come with a platoon split. This year he has uh, five home runs allowed. Mm-hmm. How, how many do you think we're allowed the righties? All of them, probably. Yes, all of them, yes. So, uh, seven, eight, five OPS against righties, five, all five home runs allowed. I'm, I'm making a, Chris, a crispy young day. Okay, we haven't brought him up a bunch this year, but he is one of our favorites, for He's sure. He's a longtime favorite of this show. I'm a, I'm a, I, I'll, I'll always believe in crispy. Yeah. I'm I'm totally fine with that. He gets a lefty, he'll get in there. He's one percent owned. Go nuts! Mm. Yeah, I can see that. And then uh, Matt, we just figured out because it changed before we uh, did our research and did our notes. But they announced that Jose Barrios is coming up to pitch on Saturday. Jose Barrios was a top Twins prospect, still young, still depending on how you define a prospect, a dude. And he came up and was just awful in the major leagues last year. Eight six four ERA for the Twins, and they fourteen starts. They kept rolling out there, and he just <laughs> he couldn't figure it out. It was, so it was awesome yeah, in AAA. He... He's been awesome in the minor leagues. That's why he's such a prospect. And he started at Rochester this year, and he's been awesome through six starts. One one three ERA. You know, getting the strikeouts, not walking people. So they're bringing him back up. I think he is worth a flyer in most of your formats in case he has it figured out and sticks. Obviously, there's a lot of downside. So. We didn't mention him. I don't think you or I want to start him on Saturday going to Cleveland. But worth noting, grab him in your formats. Your deeper formats where you can stash him in case he clicks. Because this is a a real pitching prospect. So, Matt, you were going to pick against Jose Barrios, though. You're going to bet on the ADRA guy. Well, originally I was going to pick against Nick Tepish. But this, this pick still works. I still want to make it. Yeah, and the Twins' bullpen's still bad, so go nuts. And it, it works for the same reason. Yeah, it's, it's uh, Lonnie Chisenhall at 3%. Yeah, I'm fine with that. I, again, I think that there's a chance that Barrios figures it out, but he has a track record existing of an ERA over 8. So 
yeah, I'm into that. 3% Lonnie Chisenhall is totally playable. So, yeah, I and, like that. Lonnie, Lonnie Chisenhall so far this year, he's got five doubles, one triple, two home runs, and 14 RBIs. How many of those do you think come up, came off right-handed pitchers this year? Uh, just about all of them, because he doesn't hit lefties. Literally, actually all of them. Yeah, this is a guy that, yeah. But 3% on for a you know strong side of the platoon player. I think Chisenhall is good enough to use. He's... <laughs> He's Andrew Tolles, who unfortunately is now hurt. Oh but yeah, pushed yeah. him out for for Andrew Tolles. I felt I felt like yeah. legitimately sad about that when I saw he. Yeah, he was useful a, player. Yeah, but Chisholm can do that too. So I like that. I'm fine with picking against Barrios. Okay, so my honorable mentions: Mike Fires is going to Yankee Stadium. He's giving up homers left and right. Pick any Yankees you want. I wrote down Ellsbury at 67. percent I wrote okay. Chase Headley at 38. percent If you like Yankees. You can go home hunting there. I'm fine with that. Do Absolutely. It. Yeah, I wanted to mention that. I I was looking for Yankees to pick, and I simply everybody was just too owned for me. I, I could not find any worth. Chris Carter's down there. I prefer him <laughs> against lefties, and he's been real bad this year. Yeah, he's been rough. You could, if you're in a DFS format, it's going to shock nobody if he just connects on two homers on Saturday. I, I'm not banking on it, but he has that in him for sure, especially Yankee Stadium. And especially so, against Mike Fires in Yankee Stadium. Yeah, so that's maybe my cheap guy there. But Ellsbury and Headley have been fine too. So my C pick, you mentioned Lowry and other lefties uh, with the A's. Getting Nick Martinez in Texas, who's also mm-hmm. nothing special. What's gotten into Yonder Alonso, Matt? He's has 11 homers last I looked. 303 batting average power he's up to 57 percent owned which you might just need to grab him in all your formats in case he's legit because that's uh that's been impressive people just think he's clicked he's not that old so i don't know are you buying yonder alonzo at all well you remember last year when i I think i picked him like two or three times and you mocked me yeah because he was awful for a long time he's 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 busy making up for that like in these in these first two months yeah he's trying He's trying. Yeah, so I, I think the analysis on it is a lot of swing plane stuff. He's being that poster boy, and that's oh, really? Oakland's the place to do that. He's retooled his swing, so I'm halfway believing on Alonzo, 57% on. That's my C pick, but also keep an eye on him. Go pick him up if he's sitting there. I just checked my league. He has been picked up already, but oh, think wow. about it. My B pick... Devin Messerocco gets Matt Moore. Matt Moore's been so bad. I don't love that it's in San Francisco, but I still believe in Devin Messerocco a bit, at least against lefties. He has legit power. His career's been derailed by injuries, but if he gets in there, Matt Moore's been bad enough. Giants bullpen's nothing special. I'm fine with that as well. But my A pick on Saturday, this is really boring, but I just think the Angels are going to beat up Daniel Norris. He's been bad, and there's so many right-handers in that lineup. The cheap right-hander that I want from the Angels lineup to get a lefty is at 14%, Yunel Escobar, who has been leading off and hitting just fine and hitting lefties especially well this year. He's always kind of preferred them, but that's kind of what he's building this season on this year. So one of the most boring names I could come up with, but that is for this contest to put a name on the spreadsheet at 14%. I'm going to take, you know, Escobar. You, I I think I picked him last year and you like mocked me for like a solid week. Maybe he's so boring. I think he's fine against the lefty, especially when we're putting it in a spreadsheet here. I wouldn't do it in DFS. That's so, I don't know. (sighs) I'm I'm not pumped about it, but I mentioned fun guys like Alonzo and Mezzarocco. 
But can can you think of a guy who's gotten as many at bats at the major league level as you know Escobar has and is as boring as he is? Uh, let me circle back to that. If you gave me five minutes, I could come up with somebody, but not off the top of my head. That's a real boring one. Oh, uh, oh, I just had it and I lost it. Oh. There's uh, who's the Cliff Pennington? That's what I'm thinking of. Uh, I think Escobar's got like double the amount of at bats that Pennington has. That might be true. It's tough because if you just think of an all-defense guy, that's like a whole type of player. Because you know Escobar has some offensive upside. It's just really empty average and boring. Because he used to be a consistent like 300-hitter guy. Anyway, this is way too much time to talk about you know Escobar. Either way, either way, I he apologize. Has, he has almost 6,000 plate appearances in his career. Yeah, he's been around forever. He yeah. plays shortstop. I'm, and I'm, just, third base. I'm just trying to think of, yeah, of a guy who's, you know... Who's as boring as he is? Yeah, he uh, he's batting the lead off, and I think they're going to score a bunch of runs. So I'm, that's my thing there. It's it's a real boring pick, but you can do it. Matt, mm. Sunday the fourteenth. There's still there's less to go on here. I was not nearly as excited on Sunday the fourteenth, but Ariel Miranda goes to Toronto. Mm. Uh, he just got beat up so bad last time. I don't know how you can do it. You know? yeah, I, I can pick against him. That's how I can do it. You can do it. Trevor Bauer gets the Twins. I'm. You took Clevenger against the Twins. You could do Trevor Bauer. They're sixth in OPS against righties. I think I'm staying away from that, but you yes. can do it. Kendall Graveman goes to Texas, and he's eligible, and he's kind of been okay this year, too. <laughs> Texas is, like, right in the middle of the pack. There's just not many strikeouts with Graveman, but his ERA is 367. That's a total spot start option. The thing about Sundays is if you're in a head-to-head league and you just got to get some wins and strikeouts, that's like, yeah, go ahead, grab Graveman if you want. Grab Bauer if you want. That's fine. There's two more guys. Uh, honorable mention, Antonio Sensatella. He's at 57% owned. He's off the table. Can't do it. Uh, but Charlie Morton goes to Yankee Stadium. The Yankees are first in baseball against righties in terms of OPS. Like, you can't take him there, I don't think. No, you, you can't. No. I, I love Charlie Morton dearly, but you cannot take him in Yankee, in, in Yankee Stadium. I like him as a spot starter, but you pick your spots, and that is not one Agreed, of yes. Yeah. Matt, my pick's Hector Santiago going to Cleveland. They are typically kind of a scary offense, but they've been off slow this year. They're 24th in OPS against left-handed pitchers, and Hector Santiago continues to be completely serviceable. Also very boring, but 276 ERA, 116 whip. The control's not great, the peripherals aren't great, but it's keeping that ERA in check, and the Indians simply haven't been scary. And it's Sunday, so I'm hoping that, you know, the... Getaway day lineup? Yeah, I think it's a softer landing on Sunday, so... I'm taking Hector Santiago. It's not exciting. It's not a DFS pick. There's not a ton of upside, but I think trying to help my ratios a little bit, it's doable. So speaking but. of getaway, they like, do you see what the Brewers did today? I didn't. Was it bad? Uh, let's just say uh, Eric Thames and Ryan Braun were both not in the lineup. Yeah, so you get some of that sweet, sweet uh, Perez action out there. But yeah, you can Hernan Perez. I like when he gets in. But. Mm. Yeah. Okay, Matt, did you have somebody on Sunday that I didn't mention? No. Yeah, all right. Who do you got? I got Kendall Graveman, just because... I'm fine with that. Absolutely. Yeah. I I'm like picking with a lefty against Cleveland a little bit more, but oh, I like oh. Kendall Graveman just fine. We've got yeah. Dan, Dan Straley pitching at home against Atlanta. You could do that. That is... I'm fine with that also. Atlanta hasn't been that bad, but they're not anything to be real scary either. Shirley's been solid this season. He's like Shirley's been okay. It's been okay. 
He has 16% owned. His area is right about at four, but he has almost a strikeout printing. Do you want Dan Straley instead? I'm fine with that too, just strikeout wise. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna go for the strikeout upside and, and take Dan Straley. Okay, you have a lead in strikeouts, and you're just gonna punish me in it. Absolutely, tomorrow. yeah. Try and catch up. It's Absolutely. a big lead this early too. I'm fine with that. Yeah, Dan Straley is fine in Atlanta. It's not that scary, and it's in Miami, so do that. And then Matt, who are you looking at for hitters on Sunday? Because there's okay. some guys to pick against here. Oh, absolutely. My C pick. I'm going super boring with my C pick. Okay. Willie Peralta has been rough. He got off to a hot start uh, because he, he he changed up his pitch mix a bit. He added a curveball. Mm-hmm. The league is kind of caught up to it. Yeah. He, he gets the Mets on Sunday at 26% owned. I'm going to go. I'm going to roll Neil Walker out there because Peralta okay. he's, he's got a bit of a bit of a split. Not not just this year, but every year against lefties. Mm-hmm. You know, Walker is in fact switch hitter. Yeah. As, as is most of the Mets infield. Yeah. You're right. It's boring, but it's very serviceable. That's yeah, totally yeah, fine. It's 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 a super boring pick. Is it 26% owned? Mm-hmm. It's your backup. Yeah, backup. It's my, it's my, I know he's going to play, and I think he, if he does play, he will do damage. Yep, into that. My B pick, mm-hmm. Jake Arrieta. Okay, has been rough. Yeah, it's been not great. Not great for a lot of reasons. You, you, you know, there, there've been a few, you know, deep dives into, into what is actually going on with him at Fangraphs. Mm-hmm. All you need to know, he, he's been bad in particular against lefties. The Cardinals are, in fact. A very left-handed team. I'm going to toss Matt Adams out there at one percent against Jake Arrieta. Okay. Okay. Yeah, he could get in there on Sunday, and they'd use him for sure. And I think Arrieta is the kind of name that people are not going to pick against in DFS or whatever, and they would be wrong because he's been bad enough. You he's can do bad. that for sure. Yeah, I'm. I'm not sure how much of it is like you know a championship hangover, and how much of it is just he's thrown a lot of innings over the past two years, and I think they're finally mm-hmm. catching. They appear to be catching up to him. Yep, I'm fine with that for sure. And my A pick, mm-hmm. Ariel Miranda going into Toronto. Yeah. Miranda is, is in fact, left-handed. has a bit of a split against righties. I'm going to toss Justin Smoke out there against him at 3% owned. Against the lefty. Okay. Yeah. Why not? He can do that. Super small sample size, but he's done a lot of damage against left-handed pitching this year. Yeah. I'm totally fine with that. It, Ariel Miranda's so bad, and I don't think he's going to go that deep. And the Mariners' bullpen isn't anything special. Actually, so. listen to the Okay. So far this season, uh, Smoke has 26 strikeouts. Yeah. How many do you think come against the lefty? Again, uh, six. One. One. All right. It's been doing fine there. He's only got 26 plate appearances against lefties, but he's got three homers. Yeah, I'm not scared of Ariel Miranda at all. His ERA is over five now. I think he's a fine spot starter in the right matchup, but he's looking ugly right now. So. Yeah, so I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna roll with the, the 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 pride of Goose Creek, South Carolina, and Justin Smoke. The Smoke Monster, we we'll fine there. Whatever. I'm fine with that. My D pick, my honorable mention, just Yonder Alonso again. He gets AJ Griffin, so it's a lefty against AJ Griffin. Be all about it. If his price is up, I'm still willing to spend. I'm not. It's my D pick. I'm not picking it, but. Go ahead and go with A's there against AJ Griffin. We can't just talk about AJ Griffin every single show that he's on, but do it. Take some lefties there. My C pick, man. You mentioned Chris B. Young. Tall Chris Young is back, making a start <laughs> for the Royals against the Orioles. And I love Chris Young, but you know it's been too many years. We're not picking him. Five nine three ERA so far this year. No thanks. 
You want Orioles. I got Seth Smith at 3%. He's been leading off. Why not? So, okay. yeah, that's my C pick. I got two one that are better than that. I might like it more than my B pick, but my B pick also against Ariel Miranda. Kevin Pillar has been awesome at the top of the Blue Jays lineup. He's been mm. one of the few Blue Jays that are hitting. He's Super right-handed. He's 42%. Not yep. as much as you should be. So that's mm. that's a quote unquote spending a little bit, but I'm gonna put him as my B pick. But I think that's a totally fine matchup for him. Uh, Getting get that too, especially at the top of the lineup, they blow him up. My A pick, Matt. You're gonna like this one. The name that I've started circling instead of Ubaldo Jimenez or Chris Young or Mike Fires or whoever, Jared Weaver has just had the worst case of homeritis and we're saying he's had a real weird year and he's just given up so many homers here's his game log going backwards just in homers allowed two two three two one two two that's nuts because he's not going deep into games either so i want a home run against jared weaver and he is going to chicago getting the white Sox, and there's not a lot of power in that white Sox lineup and they're not hitting righties at all but but I'm going to take at 5% on just because I'm hoping he gets in there against Jared Weaver, who struggled with righties, and this guy hits righties. I'm taking Matt Davidson. I'm putting Matt Davidson on the spreadsheet because on Sunday he gets Jared Weaver. And I'm just glad that one time this year I got to put Matt Davidson on the spreadsheet getting Jared Weaver. 5% owned. He already has like five homers. I'm hoping on Sunday he gets in there. What Matt, what is your reaction to me taking Matt Davidson against Jared Weaver? Is uh, it just the best thing you've ever heard since we started this podcast that I get to say that phrase? That's actually not a bad pick. I you know, <laughs> I would like to make fun of you for it, but I I I, I can't. Matt Davidson batting two fifty with six homers in sixty eight at bats, picking his battles, and I hope that they pick him against Jared Weaver. That's all. I think the only joke I can really make is are are you sure he's not playing in Charlotte? <sighs> I might be by then, in which case I have Kevin Blar. <laughs> True. But it's my A pick, so I'm putting him up there because I hope he gets in. Right. So if you're playing on Sunday, check your lineups, see if he's going to start for the White Sox, because in any other White Sox hitters that you like, which it's it can be tough. You can take your Milky <laughs> Cabrera or whatever. You can pay for your Jose Abreu. I don't think you're crazy if you you know want to use him in DFS. But Kevin Smith is back with the team, Dylan. Yeah. Well, and did you see the Padres front office, I forget the name of the guy, was coming out ragging on Jared Weaver in the same way they ragged on James Shields, <laughs> being like, fantastic. they're like, we thought he'd be better than this, but we were wrong. We don't know how much longer he'll be starting for us. And you're like, why would you say this about your own player publicly? That's a really good question. I... Why would you? You're, I get it. I understand. You're not crazy. But why would you say that? Uh, yeah, so Jared Weaver, publicly acknowledged, might not be long for the Padres rotation. So get it while it's hot. Pick some White Sox on Sunday. All, so. all this means he's going to probably be pitching for the White Sox in about a month. <laughs> Maybe so. Oh, Then I'll be excited to pick against him again. So oh, that's my, my pick on Sunday. It'll be fun to take Matt Davidson. I don't never get to root for Matt Davidson, so it'll be good. Uh, there's places to go on mm. Sunday. All right, those are our picks for the weekend. Matt, you got anything else before we get out of here? Softball update. Yeah, how'd your softball game go on Thursday? Okay. Uh, we we had to play the uh, okay. We're, again, we're a corporate league, so you know mm-hmm. the teams are all corporations. They're like nearby. Yeah. Uh, believe it or not, Pepsi has a headquarters like right down the street from us. Okay, so you played the the Pepsi guys. Yeah, the Pepsi Wild Cherries. <laughs> okay, <laughs> sure. It's 
I didn't make the name, dude. I understand. They did, apparently. Oh, yeah. Um, we, we, we were warned by an, an, another team that we played that these guys were kind of douchey. Okay. Uh, wasn't the case at all. They were like, you know, super, super business, like super professional. I, I it was like playing like, you know, the, you know, the, the, the Derek Jeter area Yankees, you know, they just kind of come in, you know, score more runs than you and leave town. <laughs> but we're nice about it. Classy but, about yeah, it. it. Oh, classy, total class acts. Yes. Complete class, right. you know, just classy to the, you know, to a fault almost. Yeah. Kicked your butt a little bit. They were better at the plate than we were. Um, yeah. It turns out they, they won their last game 27 to 2. Oh, boy. So, so we were, like, terrified that we were going to just get, you know, moon-pounded. Yeah. I, I don't know how they scored 27 runs. I really don't. That's got to be bad defense at that point. It's It's got to be bad something at that point. I mean, yeah. you, know, we're, we're, you, know, you know, we're not that great at the plate. We're pretty solid in the field. Mm-hmm. We, we held them to seven runs. There you go. Man, that's not so bad. Yeah, so we we, we, so bad. we we took that two off the board, but we only scored we only scored one. Ah, how'd you do? Did you do okay? Did you pitch? I did not pitch. No, I'm starting next game. Uh, I, I I was splitting time in, in in left center with with another with another player. I only got one at bat. I got I got a single. Um, there you go. You know, no no errors, no injuries. Perfect, perfect at the plate, Matt. So um, right on. No shame in that one then. No, we did have one of our teammates strike out looking, which. In softball. I was just like, really, dude? Uh, you get to give him a hard time about that one. That's I well, Okay, he's going to get a hard time, but, not, but because of that, for a different reason. He was, you know, in the one game we actually played, uh, he went like three for three with three base hits. And he's been like <laughs> crowing about his perfect batting average. And then he has a big old backwards K. And he was, and he, it was, it, you know, it was like to the point where he would like bring like, you know, start conversations with, hey, hey, look, that doesn't matter. I've got, I've got a thousand batting average in softball right now. <laughs> so it's going to be real fun to give him a hard time. And the pitch, you know, he had two strikes on him and the pitch came in and it hits the plate. And I'm just like, did, did, did he just strike out looking? <laughs> like, right. You know, cause you know, during the game, you, you can't rag on your teammates. It's like one of those like unwritten rules. Like, I, I can't like, like get on somebody for, for striking out. Mm-hmm. But just like my my jaw was just like I've never I don't think I've ever seen that before. That's funny. So it doesn't sound like it was too bad of a loss. No, we lost, but it seemed it, a little fine. We had fun. That's good. Yeah, you know, we were That's really, good. You know, Team Pepsi, they were fine. You know, I I was expecting you know you know another episode with 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 the bearded the bearded jerk that I bumped into, but uh, yeah, no, none of that. They were they were quality. No, I I, I tipped my cap. They were the better team. They totally were. Yeah, yeah. Well, right on. That's another good softball update for our Friday shows. That's good. All right. That should about do it for us heading into the weekend. Matt is on Twitter at Matt D underscore DFS. Mm-hmm. I'm on Twitter at Higgins FOS. We continue to have people holler at us and ask us for recommendations and stuff. And it's been good. We do our so, best. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So feel free to holler at us. Make sure you check out the other shows on the Fangraphs network, whether it's effectively wild or the sleeper in the bust or Fangraphs audio and a bunch of the other stuff they got going on here for free. It's all quality stuff, and of course, all the posts where we get a lot of our information, what we're talking about. And if you want to support us, you know, it's a free show. You can go be a Fangraphs member for 20 bucks a month, or you can, for 50 bucks a month, get ad-free browsing, which is just the best way to give to the show and to give to, you know, what a cool free website Fangraphs is, because we're happy to have it around. It would be weird to think if it wasn't around, so it's nice to support it. 
Also, Dylan, I believe if you sign up for the 50 bucks thing, yeah, uh, Eno Saros will come to your house and kiss you on the mouth. I I saw that on the internet. I cannot <laughs> confirm that, but I didn't even see that on the internet. You've now heard it on a podcast, but there's you might want to read the fine print on that one before that happens. But you you should support Fangraphs anyway, any way you can. It'd be good. So, yep, that should do it for us. For Matt, I'm Dylan. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you on Monday. Enjoy your baseball. Thank you for listening to the Field of Streams podcast. For more fantasy baseball analysis, visit fangraphs.com slash fantasy or follow us on Twitter at Rotographs.